On this week's episode, guess who is the new face of the MPI Foundation? We discuss what you can charge for your services in a digital space. Ilea Nace and MPI return in person this week. And Ralph Robinson joins us to discuss everything FAA. I'm Ralph Robinson, and you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Del Frisco's. This is episode 75. 75 and I'm feeling alive. Ralph Robinson wasn't alive yet. We had this conversation <laughs> this morning. Okay. I was like, yeah, 1975. I wasn't born yet. No, like, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, so we have a few fun facts about 1975 and we have so much to say about them. So one, biggest movie. Can you guys guess what it was? 1975? Something in an ocean. Something in the ocean. Dun, dun. It was Jaws. Yes, the, one of the main attractions in Universal Studios that is no longer there that we all m- miss very, very much. That was definitely something from 1975. Additionally, I think we can all relate to this one. The Mood Ring was created in 1975. Ooh. We Those know, things never I worked. had one in the 90s. Well, Selena, we know you love Claire's. Uh-huh. So that's where you would have probably gotten it from, right? <laughs> probably. I probably paid for it that time. Thank you. Thank you very much. So Ralph was saying before the show, he was saying, they're like, yeah, but it didn't work. And what were you saying? Well, I mean, you just pushed down on it. And it, obviously, it did the same thing for everybody. It would like, go black, then purple, then green, red. And it was like, okay, that's what it did for you, too. Yeah, but mine never went any color but black. Like, that was, <laughs> that was it. So it's like, um, poor, unfortunate soul. Here you go. Like, this is your new ring. The only thing that was changing colors on me was the color on your skin on my skin yeah green that was it um additionally in 1975 two fun facts here wheel of fortune premiered who doesn't love that wow that show's been on for 45 years yeah and i bet van white was probably there the whole time too it's possible i saw pat sajak at um epcot once and i was like oh my god oh my god you're pat sajak he does the uh the the processional right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah i saw him too i think so it's a co- it's common to see him there then. Well, I guess performing. so. Yeah. Oh. Because I got to take a night off from. For me, it was hella random because I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is it. my moment! Can I spin the big wheel?" <laughs> and then Bill Gates and Paul Allen founded Microsoft also in 1975. So a lot of great things in 1975. The best thing that we can mention about 75 is having Ralph Robinson here. For your 75th episode. Oh my gosh, how do you feel? I feel honored. Oh. I love it. I'm, <laughs> I, I love think we have to show. prove ourselves for like 74 before yeah, you yeah. be like, I'm fine. They're legit. Prior to 75. I like, can't help myself but think to want to say like, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> like, <laughs> love. It's one of my go-tos, like, yes. Yeah, for real I though. That. I mean, you guys have had some icons on this show. I love like Nicole Friedmaker and Michelle Holm and... Give them the shout outs and love this morning. I like yeah. that. If Ralph mentioned you, that's a good thing so. absolutely he yeah. did uh he you guys didn't hear it because maybe his mic was down he also mentioned joe truitt <laughs> well no well obviously the iconic <laughs> like host no that's fine i mean we all knew you were, what you were getting at um <laughs> i was just saying you know it's a big deal to be on the show i love it well thank you so much we're happy to have you well if this is your first time listening to give you an idea of what to expect we recap the networking events that cover orlando's meeting and events industry we bring on the fairy job mother here to my right to highlight the available jobs we chat about breaking news, topics, gossip within the meeting industry, and we welcome guests like Ralph Robinson here to talk about our industry. Uh, plus, we highlight the events that are going on this week and the rest of the month. Uh, if you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcasts by subscribing to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon, and that's it. <laughs> 
And if you come over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're always playing it at my house. <laughs> <laughs> just plays on a 24-hour Yeah, 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 PJ loves it. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Which is blowing up. We got like 700 and something people now. Yeah. Um, Thank you to everyone who invited people. Yeah, it was um, like insane. Fun fact. Anytime you invite somebody or comment or anything with a group, I get an email to my work email. So, yeah. So, 250 emails. So, blow just up. Blow Blowing up. I was just gonna say so. It's like so. Quit the commenting. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So you guys can tone out. That'd be great. Like don't do that anymore. <laughs> it was a fun, you know, experience. I thought I had business coming in, but it's seven sixty right now. Seven sixty. As of this show, our seventy fifth episode, seven hundred and sixty members. Again, hoping to get to a thousand by the end of the year. If you have anybody that should be listening, make sure you share it. Absolutely. We're also on Instagram by searching for Swag and Repeat, which Joe is just doing a great job we need to get uh, that up to 800 too. I'm, I'm doing a killer job if you i should do see, say so myself you should see some of these posts they're inspirational they're copied from facebook but yes thank <laughs> but you so much but it's also <laughs> fun now because we've been around i guess a year because now we're getting memories it's like on this day last year yeah, we've been this is our second season so this would yeah. be two years that we've so it's fun Speaking okay. of memories, I thought it was so cool how Libby said that she was there when the magic all happened and witnessed you guys forming the podcast and being yeah. like, no, I want to do a podcast. No, I want to do that. Yeah. And then you guys just teamed up. I thought that was really cool. It I was like, what? Are- one of two ways. And it, it definitely, <laughs> we like to say it went the right way. But um, yeah, that definitely could have gotten really dirty really quick if that didn't. <laughs> I'm so impressed that Ralph listens. <laughs> well, you guys, long time listener, first time caller. Well, it's so funny because we'll get people like on the show that are like, either like sponsors whatever and they have no idea what we do that they're just sitting here staring at us the whole time and you can tell that they don't listen (laughs) (laughs) all right well i'm one of your three hosts dave bucklew buckle hospitality joining me to my right is selena molinex good morning joining me across the table is six feet away joe truitt del frisco's double eagle steakhouse is it six feet away absolutely yeah Yeah, i think if you took the tape measure out and yeah i mean especially with the david measurements of things (laughs) yeah i think it's like 12 feet (laughs) (laughs) of course uh, plus, we have a special guest with us today. Joining the discussion is Ralph Robinson, Director of Meetings and Affiliate Relations with the Florida Apartment Association. Yeah, good morning, Orlando. Big deal. What is that? Whoa, Florida man. Apartment Association? 30 yeah, seconds so or less. Let's get a quick Absolutely. Only so 20. We- <laughs> <laughs> 10 now. <laughs> You're wasting time. You are wasting your time. <laughs> Don't make me laugh or we'll be here all day. <laughs> Yeah, so we are the voice of the multifamily housing industry within the state of Florida, and our members are made up of management companies that manage the communities that folks live in, as well as the owners of those management companies, the developers, the builders, and the suppliers to our industry that represent that sector. And if you happen to be in that industry and going to one of Ralph's events, wow, (laughs) they're incredible. One year he had like a rodeo theme. What? We did space one They're year. always very themed. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah that. I, we like to do themes because then it kind of really helps tell your story and then you can mm-hmm. kind of envision yourself going there and what are you going to do and how you're going to experience it. It helps especially with the supplier members and like their trade show booths, booths. for them yeah. to be able to yes. get real creative with it. But then we try to like pair up the keynote speaker to kind of match with it and down to like what are you going to like eat and experience like that makes it all fun. Did you have like astronaut food the one year it was? We did. We had uh, freeze dried ice cream for sure. It's one of like the breaks and (laughs) stuff. So you've done rodeo and you've done space. Have you done space cowboy? Because that could be a really fun (laughs) little fusion. Reuse everything. We did like a camp theme. I don't remember a rodeo. I remember the camp. (laughs) 
Oh, was no, it? something different. Oh, was it a rodeo? I thought he had um, Anita and Kenny that worked with me dressed up. Maybe that like was just cowboys like a side or gig thing. No, I think you're thinking of our camping theme. Maybe. Maybe but anyways, okay. you know what I mean. Maybe they went outdoorsy for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely outdoorsy. <laughs> All right, well, Ralph, you're going to do our question of the week. So. Oh, oh okay. that's right. Oh, thank God David's not in charge. It could go really crazy really fast. What do you got? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I just try to keep this to one oh, individual. Do you know that we have a know, hole? <laughs> yeah, well, I know how you guys are, and I'm the same way too. But okay. if who would you attribute to in Central Florida as like a mentor to you? I know you have to only pick one. And I can oh go first God. if it okay. helps you kind of like... Yeah, like, since you've been thinking about it, you go ahead. Do your <laughs> thing. Absolutely. I would say Dr. Deborah Brider had a huge like part in my like help with my career growth and stuff. Started as a professor at the Rosen College for me. Um, but then I didn't realize how that would like carry on in like every conference that I went to nationally. She was always there and she was like a huge like powerhouse in connecting folks. That would be who I would pick. Solid. David? <sighs> I'm going to I'm gonna pass for a second. I knew you would, Selena. Yeah. Well, you know, I know we all have several mentors. That's the thing. So, it's like, there's so many. Well, mine's not in Central Florida. Depending on, like, what part yeah. of my Did life. Did you meet them in Central Florida? No, it has to That'll be an work. Orlando person. Now. That's my yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Crap>. Selena? <laughs> so many. Because I've talked about this a lot, too, even with, I think, Libby, is I grew up in this industry, mm-hmm. meaning I was in college when I started, worked at a hotel, did the weddings, started at DMC at, like, 22 And so who I was in my 20s is not who I am now, but there was a lot of people along the way who who helped guide me to be the professional that I am today. A big attribute is always MPI Orlando leadership. All of them, every time, gave me critique and feedback to make me a stronger person than I am today. But I'm going to say my one person is Laura Fletcher. Good one. Because (laughs) she helped me personally. So yes, you know, be a professional be a badass woman, but also take care of yourself. And that's the biggest thing that in the last couple of years, she has helped me realize that burnout is a real thing. Everyone always trying to warn me, but taking care of yourself and, you know, balancing the two. That's such a solid choice. And now I'm like, oh, oh Joe, come on. You're going to be the president for MPI. Oh, I know you've got so. lots of people well, in MPI that could have helped you. Yeah. All right. I think if it has to be in Central Florida, I'm going to go with Michelle Granger because I bounce <laughs> almost all my ideas off of her. Stealing all of Joe's ideas. <laughs> She's got first. Always someone I can just call and say, hey, you want to go get a beer somewhere? So I, I would go with her. Yeah, I think our entire board on MPI currently and everyone that we've had involved has definitely helped mold each of us into who we are. Um, but I'm going to go off the docket and I'm going to say Chef Jeremy Matson, Ocean Prime. I met him when I was in college and worked with him for about a decade. And he definitely, along the way, told me, I I remember being like, what do I have to do to be your assistant? And he's like, you got to be better than that other girl I have. And I was like, fair. (laughs) Low bar. (laughs) I I was like, well, he goes, but it's actually a pretty difficult, you know, feat because she can literally anticipate my needs and I don't have to ever ask for anything. So anticipating guests and client needs became my focal point from that point forward. Um, And then not having to ask for anything. And that's kind of where it started what I do and why I do it. And so he's obviously progressed very highly in Cameron Mitchell restaurants. And I definitely would say that I got a lot from him. 
All right, this is a deep one. I know. I'm like about to cry. Yeah. I thought when he started the question, I thought he was going to ask again, like, who would you be stuck in an elevator with? We've answered that like three times. I thought he was going to say, and who would you never want to be around? I'm like, we can't do that on the air. <laughs> well, I'm actually impressed that you all stuck to one because I listened to the question of the day and I'm always like, oh, you guys are cheating. <laughs> you just listed like, 17 candies. Yeah, What's exactly. Your favorite- <laughs> you literally listed 17 candies. What's candy your favorite candy? Week? Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Selena yeah, won. You did win and you did play by the rules. We like to do the thing where it's like, well, let me just say, <laughs> are we talking everyday candy or Halloween candy? The question was Halloween candy. Why are we going? I started it and I was way off topic. <laughs> okay. Now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. So we had a bunch of events last week. You guys, it was the week of events. Yes. We Which were is everywhere. so weird because usually the last week is nothing and the first week is everything. So this was really fun for us. Yeah. So we'll start with the Give Back Second Harvest event that Selena was a part of. Yeah, so I volunteered along with Rosen College alumni and friends. We had a group of 15 to 20 there, and I showed up maybe like five minutes late, but I felt like I I was confident in that. I said, you know, I've been here before. I know where the lockers are. I know what to do. I've seen the videos. Like, it's fine. I'll just walk in, and it's fine. And it was. However, everybody, when I got there, already had their stations, so they were already doing, you know, what they were doing to pack all these kids' meals, like frozen pizza and frozen pancakes and fruit and all these things so they had their accession line or whatever it's called ascension i don't know line and i showed up and i had a returning volunteer badge so the people in charge there at second harvest they said oh selena you go to production and they sent me to the kitchen so i was working with real food not like frozen food so i did like rice and beans and i put them in this little machine that like sealed them shut type of thing okay so it was cool (laughs) to do all that but however when you're in these like production lines you have one role and that's what keeps it going you have your one role that you do all day for like three hours however me as the person i am and this was very evident and clear to see while volunteering who i am as a person if i see you failing to my standards (laughs) if you're not catching up how i want you to be caught up i jump in and do it so you're supposed to have one job i ended up doing like seven because you fell behind to my standards. Again, it was, you're doing your own thing, you're volunteering, but I needed it to go faster. I should get you uh, to do one of my bag stuffing days. It, mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's what I mean. Like, like bag stuffing hour. is great when you have, uh, one person does one thing mm-hmm. and then you go down the line. But if I think that you're not doing it fast She's enough. Like, body checks I do you. everyone. <laughs> get out of my way. It was crazy, yeah. but that's just who I am. I'm like, like mental note, don't say. volunteer with Selena. Or, <laughs> or, or do. Or volunteer with Selena. I do take a break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's the thing. Is like, you just we, look like a okay, slacker. They gave us a break. Yeah, the station is totally assisted. They gave us a break and... You didn't take it. Selena's like, no, we are going to work I don't know this. what that means. <laughs> so every, and so they said, you're on a break. I'm like, okay, how long? What do I do? What is that? Like, I didn't... And then maybe, like, legally they had to. I don't know. They Weren't do, you there yeah. for three hours? Yeah. You don't need to give you a break. Right. So I don't know what that meant. <laughs> so I just, need it. again, jumped in and helped other people like that. Selena, like, cracks lips. She's like, do don't that. listen to that, man. <laughs> Keep working. You don't need to We can get more out of you. My <laughs> badge says returning volunteer. I will show you. It was fun. And it was also great. The team that was doing the boxes, they put together 8,400 meals for Central Florida children. So that was great to see and to feel it. It started the Monday off right. That's awesome. Giving back. That is week. nice. That's fantastic. How about Ilea? Did anybody go to that? I did not make it to it. I saw a few photos. So it was at the Ace Cafe. It mm-hmm. was in their upstairs banquet room, I guess. Okay. It's called like Stonebridge Gallery. I think it's something gallery. So yeah. And it was a high. It was called Hybrid Evolution. It was basically put on by View Stub. 
it's kind of like a marketing piece for them essentially and what they did was show how they you can use their service and how you can promote your event in a hybrid format and patrick did that but the interesting conversation that i thought come up from it was when you are a performer or a speaker presenter or something like that can you charge full price when you're in a digital format like you can when you're in person? And we had uh, Brant. Brant. That's the first thing I thought of when you said that. that. Yeah. Last week. And there was it was good back and forth. And I think actually this might be a great topic for like an MPI or an ILEA or mm-hmm. an ACE to do. You know, how do you charge for your services in a hybrid format? Can you do you have to discount it? Do you have to, or can you charge more? Or and Brand can, was saying that he has not changed his pricing. It is, it was the same pricing that it was when he was in person. And mm-hmm. when he gets back to in person, it will probably increase, which right. is interesting. So I think that a lot of people, the answer to everything is discount and you don't have to do that. Whatever you're selling, doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're a speaker, if you're a venue, whatever it is, discounting is not always the option. It's just providing the value. As long as there's value there, the price tag shouldn't really matter. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking. I mean, yes, some people would think, oh, well, now you're digital. You don't have to fly. It's not too much out of your time, so therefore you can charge less. However, flip it in reverse. You don't have to pay for <laughs> my about Missy Elliott. Sorry, <laughs> so dropped off in the reverse. Um, <laughs> you now, as a planner, don't have to pay for their flight, their meals, right. their hotel. Uh, you don't have to pay them for the full day because they now they could do two to three back to back in a day. So maybe they can charge more because you're saving money. I thought the best counter argument was well, if you're going to charge for this event, people won't want to pay as much. Like, for that thing with Ilea, I wouldn't have gone to that if I had to pay and mm-hmm. watch it online. I just wouldn't have gone. Yeah. You know, whereas it was free. You know, if you're in a format like that, well, maybe if it's something you want to see, like entertainment or something like that, you know, going to it, I'd be willing to pay 100 bucks. But seeing it online, maybe I'd be willing to pay 20 30 40 bucks. I think that but, this but is But like, they can get more people that way. Yeah, so. exactly. And I think that the easiest way to reference this to something that's just universal would be the movie Mulan. So, like, people would pay to go see it in theaters, but then Disney Plus was like, all right, 30 bucks, and you can watch it as many times <laughs> as you want. Like, you would have spent $30 on you and your wife going with some popcorn and all those things, but then the second that you put it at home at the same price point, they're like, uh, pump the brakes, like not that doing Drake that. It's like Drake meme, where he's, you know, where he's like, where he's, I don't know what that, <laughs> <laughs> you know the Drake meme? No, nobody knows that. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like, the what meme? Drake. Drake the oh, rapper. yeah, 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 the Drake like meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I know. And then he likes it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think it's just it's just saying the same thing is that, you know, Disney learned from that. And then they released four more movies like back to back for free because they were like, sorry for what we did to you. <laughs> so that, yeah, that model was like kind of messed up. It's kind of some reminder of like when people bought that movie pass and mm-hmm. you were like, you can go as many times as you want to the movies. And then everybody bought into it and it was like, just kidding. Only three times Pump a month. Just kidding. We ran out of business. In the same <laughs> <place>. <laughs> COVID. Sorry. Exactly. Sorry, but COVID's it's like, you know, you already subscribed to Disney Plus and now you're going to charge me on top of that. Right. I, was like, mm. I actually had an Uber driver. It was an Uber driver. He was a courtesy shuttle. Um, for Toyota, because anyway, car broke anyway. Not a big deal. But he brought up the Mulan thing, like during our car ride. I was like, <laughs> super passionate dude, right? And he's just telling me about it. And he was like, and then they tried to charge me thirty dollars to watch the movie, and I was like, right? It was in the fine print at the bottom. Like I said, like they're gonna charge you, and he was like, I'm just not doing it. I already paid them, and I'm like, well, that's valid. 
Right. So it's like, well, that's kind of you the... You can see both sides, for sure. The argument. I, I think this is going to definitely be an ongoing like challenge for planners and everything where, you know, how do you distinguish the value that you get as a digital virtual, you know, attendee it's versus really the in-person? Or in- just digital. budgets in general. We're, we'll get to it. But last week we also watched uh, MPI had an event and Katie with Alhi was there and she was talking about some of the in-person events that they've done. And she was the first person I've heard say, because I'm a furniture person, that now, you know how now in meetings you ha- you have to, you should have your own individual little side table with your own little luxury chair. And she was saying, without anybody even asking, she said, you know, you might think you don't have money for each person, you know, in your budget to now have their own little side table instead of sharing between two people. But you do if you think about all the ways that you're saving money by not doing a cocktail reception or breakfast reception or, you know, having less people and so it was interesting seeing how on their end, meeting planners are shuffling around where the budget and money is now allocated to. But I think that would be a great like topic and maybe like in a debate format. Yeah. Like, 100%. Because it can, can be. I can yeah. fight you both ways. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so your take. You sell me on this. But yeah. my thing, I will case, say to that because it. I've seen some entertainment providers record their stuff and then sell the recording of themselves. I personally, again, I just don't like watching recorded mm-hmm. stuff. I want to watch it live in real time. Even if I don't get to ask you questions, the fact that I know that you're live and I'm live, yeah, it just feels like a sense of respect. Well, at yeah. least not just like an off-the-shelf recording either. You have yeah. to have it customized. So like making sure that it's like, hey, we're so excited to be talking yeah, to the ILEA group. group and yeah. everything and applying it like to what you right. guys are doing today or whatever, not even making it seem like it was recorded because there's ways to do that and infuse mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of customization so that then you won't feel like you're just listening to them like that also applies to plumbers or right, whatever right. which know? it does but i don't want to know that right I exactly we had this idea like two months ago so we could have had like the great debate and like had Aww. an event we still can it's not too late tomorrow night well, it doesn't have to end tomorrow okay. we could keep debating all right well it's i want to see somebody's board <laughs> come up with this because that would be awesome to attend i'm gonna ask nicole alley so I yeah her. i love this idea too yeah, yeah. everybody's gonna do it Everyone's gonna be there. Yeah, I mean, everyone's listening to Swag and Repeat in there. We can, I mean, they've we, got their opinions. We can go to Rosen's Darner Auditorium and have it like on the stage. It'd be fun. We're setting this event up. I happen. think we just play it an event. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyone want to take it? Susan, I don't understand why it takes so long. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The very next night, we had Nace and Selena and I got to go to that event. Yay! Okay, so it was a Masktoberfest theme. Masktoberfest, so which I forgot be, that. We tried to be Oktoberfest. I had a mask. What did that mean? Halloween. Yeah. What did Masktoberfest mean to you? Well, he's, he's wearing an Oktoberfest t-shirt, so. <laughs> he's not letting go. So, like, Oct- so Oktoberfest. But there are some people who showed up kind of like they were going to where they did show up like Halloween dressed. But that's not Oktoberfest, nor Mastoberfest. I don't know. It's fine. Some people, people were there. I, didn't, I, I just had a generic blue mask. I just tried to dress like fall, but it was 90 degrees out and it was difficult. It wasn't that hot. It Oh, her well, face. you were wearing a jacket, right? Though, you can't wear you like I wanted to. Dave wear, doesn't like, know what fall like attire yeah, probably to wear, means like, for a woman. You know, <laughs> she was but, probably in like knee high boots <laughs> and like a cute little but cardigan. Also, Dave <laughs> is always wearing jeans and a t shirt, so right, it could exactly. Be any weather, and he's, he's like, like it wasn't cold. that hot. I had a collared shirt on, actually. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. He dressed up for this. It was one. a fishing shirt, though. But yeah, fair. <laughs> it was yeah, but it was a great time. It was funny. They had little decals on the ground with pumpkins, and it said like, "Please stay six feet away" or something. And I thought that was adorable because. 
that's the kind of detail I look at. And I was standing at the little cocktail table with Greenery, who provided the centerpieces that were also pumpkins, like porcelain pumpkins with beautiful floral in them. And I made a comment. I was like, yeah, I love the pumpkins. And she's like, oh, thank you. I was like, oh, wait, no, not those. The ones on the floor, <laughs> like on the ground. Selena. <laughs> I didn't mean to. You made that to the Greenery girl? I didn't mean to. She's like, oh, <laughs> of thanks. all people. But like, I thought like, no, they were I don't adorable. Mean the, the little, you know, Amazon stickers on the ground. Um, <laughs> But Thanks for being here and being a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> that was embarrassing. So thank you, Greenery. For everything looked everything. gorgeous. It I did. And that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone took a photo of the pumpkins on the tables. But what about the pumpkins on the floor? Equal opportunity, girl. Yeah. Equal opportunity. David, um, what'd you think? So Shannon Tarrant was there. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And we had a little talk. And she kind of teased at where her new market's going to be. Ooh. Are you allowed to talk she about it? T- on- she wouldn't tell me exactly. I'm like, does it rhyme with Bampa? <laughs> <laughs> Or <laughs> Axonville. <laughs> and she said, well, it's an overlaying market of Orlando. So that has to be Tampa, right? I mean, it could be a lot of things. Not, or Daytona. Daytona. It, yeah, it could Daytona. be that, that coast. Because yeah. they do weddings on that yeah. coast. Yeah, I didn't say. Yeah, you didn't get that far, huh? Was it, well, a- <laughs> is it Ryan with Mayona? <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I did meet, she had Haley yeah, there. Haley. Haley is her new um, person. On the team. I don't know why you guys let me talk sometimes. (laughs) So uh, that was great to see. And also just so many people and reconnecting. And it was the first face-to-face meeting for Nays. And we had Linda Helm. We had Gina. I mean, everybody everybody came out. So it was cool. Everybody meaning we sold out at 30 people. So 30 people came out. It was a good-sized crowd. It was just, unfortunately, it's a a huge place, which that would be a fantastic venue for if you could have two, 300 people in an event. Mm -hmm. I've been there right before all this COVID stuff happened. I think it was late February. Went to a beer festival there. Perfect place. Really? Perfect place, and the weather was fantastic then. But yeah, great event. Great to see people back. The very next day, we were here at Del Frisco's for the MPI October Auch- luncheon. Yeah, okay, the, October luncheon. October luncheon, yeah. We, we had a two-hour event, keynote speaker at 11, and then two um, sessions going on at the same time at 12 with breakout rooms. I'll ask you guys, what were your thoughts on it? I mean, I'm obviously biased, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I loved hearing all the COVID statistics from someone who's not a doctor, but also just the way that Michael Dominguez simplifies things and shows yeah. graphics so that my brain understands it. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like a COVID expert in terms of like location and numbers and relative deaths, et cetera. Not he really made the Oh case. my God. Yeah. Stuff. Well, he's really awesome at that. Do you guys li- go to their like weekly Al High like calls that they no. have? Because we don't get this in. Oh my God. Well, I'll forward it to you. Don't Benefits let them of know. a planner. <laughs> no, no, no. Like there's like uh, several people on like a Zoom meeting, but on a weekly format, he does that. And he really does break it down. Like you don't have to be a scientist to understand the data. Yeah, and how does it good. apply to our industry specifically? And who's really, I mean, like, taking the time to actually explain it that way versus just like overhearing it on NPR or seeing it on the news, mm-hmm. you can get a little inundated and like, how does it apply to what we're doing? I think he does a really good job. He even that. tracked things to like, for example, Texas, cause that's where he's at. And he said, you know, right now these three counties are above average and let's figure out why these counties and what happened. Like, is it a college town? Is it, you know, people right coming back and Mexico, forth? Yeah. yeah. He breaks it down that deep. So it was really cool to see. And then we had the concurrent session. So then we broke out into two rooms. because ev- So it was a hybrid. So there's people at home on Zoom. And then there was also people here at Del Frisco's. And we broke it out, went to two separate rooms. I stayed with the Al High group and watched um, Katie's amazing creativity in the in-person events that they've been having with Al High. And then uh, you went over to Don's? Oh, no, both of you did. Yeah, we, we both went to, uh, was it Don? Don mm-hmm. Rasmussen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And she talked about LinkedIn. 
which is very very good. I actually went and fixed almost everything she said. Oh wow! My LinkedIn <laughs> profile and actually used it yesterday. Good. So, yeah, connected with a few people, so that nice. was good. Very smart. I want to go back to Michael's though. His talk about connect. Yes. Can we talk about that comment? You're going to. So yeah, we're go going for to. it. <laughs> I kind of mentioned it. In so yeah, you did way. mention it. Going back, that was the week before. There was an event. A what was it? Opening reception or closing? Opening. Opening reception. It was supposed to be outside on a golf course. And what did he say? So it was supposed to be on the golf course, but then people felt like it was too far and the numbers dropped for in attendance. So then Connect moved it to the pool deck. And then that day there was rain or inclement weather. So they moved it indoors. What Michael Dominguez said is that the hotel didn't have any other space to put it, meaning like a large ballroom or something. So they moved it into the foyer, which I learned from Libby last week. Thanks yep. for that word. <laughs> Michael Dominguez's stance was at that point when you decided to move it indoors, due to inclement weather, you should have just canceled it because of space, capacity. Like you're planning for an outdoor event because of COVID, you know, trying to be safe, but then now you're moving it indoor in like a closed space Mm -hmm. with, I don't know, a thousand people. Yeah. It was a really awkward layout. I was there and that was like the, also people forget that that was the first impression, the first time that everybody was gathering the kickoff to the Connect Marketplace. So to have it start off with it, like, it just seemed so odd to me in that area. What would you have thought, though, if they'd canceled it? Well, I mean, I don't... Look, the Orlando Orlando World Center Marriott has so much meeting space. I really find it hard to believe that they couldn't fit us anywhere. Even outside the trade show hall, the the, the foyer space there are massive. Meet me there. Go to the transportation... They put it in the section called the atrium. And I was like, where's the atrium, you guys? I Mm -hmm. don't see an atrium in here. But I mean, it, it was just a rough layout in the sense that it didn't... It wasn't conducive for the opening night of this, like, first time that you're gathering a thousand so, people. Like, if you if they say they would have had two spaces and you get to the first one like okay this one's at capacity if you would just go down the hallway like that wouldn't that make you feel safer and like better about it not only that you could have broken us up into smaller groups yeah. like hey jump around to these three different foyer right. areas right. or whatever and that like a classroom have... you're here sure. for one hour and then you're there for like one yeah. you can go to one room to eat one room to drink and one room to see all everybody would have been drinking the whole time I will say uh, what was memorable about that reception was that you could literally have any cocktail under the sun, (laughs) whether it was a White Claw, an Old Fashioned, a Mojito. They were doing a good job of that, but they were kind of light on the food items. I remember being like... Get them drunk. Don't feed them. Well, (laughs) (laughs) at the end of the day, this kind of like... I was like, you guys, I went out and drove out for this uh, and I was putting myself at risk and putting on a mask. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother challenge, too, is like, how do you do a reception while you have a mask on? You're socially socially distanced. You know, the balancing act game of just I have a cocktail and I have a little plate with all this little food and I'm also holding a cocktail napkin. But now you have to take your mask off (laughs) and kind of lift it up gingerly over your face without dropping anything. I felt like everyone was wearing a mask, at least at the beginning. Oh, no, they were. Hours or so. So therefore, whenever I wanted to take mine off for two seconds to eat or drink something i felt like everyone was looking at me and judging me so i was trying to like sneak my drink <laughs> which is awkward so then i tried to find a table all the way at the end so no one would see me but then everybody did see you yeah. it was it's interesting trying to mix a reception and that's what al high was saying with michael dominguez's team um and katie is that they were saying you know just attendee behavior you can't expect them to wear a mask at a cocktail reception yeah. just think it through so just don't have really the reception have just skip it yeah. right you can do networking events where people are networking and then you could do private like sit down and eat 
events. It has to be separated, though. Yeah. And I will say, like, so for the MPI presentation at Del Frisco's, we did a box lunch setup. So the service was very minimal for that. And I think it was that very everybody... good, though. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. So we... As upon arrival, everyone got their temperature check and was able to have a seat in our grand crew uh, for the presentation. We brought their lunch over and everyone was able to, to enjoy that. I and also want to mention that MPI was able to donate 10 box lunches to first responders because of the event, uh, which is really cool. So thank you to everyone that participated in that. Love it. That's amazing. All right. You know what it's time for now? Is it the fairy job mother? The fairy job mother. Yay! I have jobs. Okay. (laughs) So there's a few this week and I am expanding my circle because people, so thank you for everyone who's tagging me me in these jobs. Um, But some of them aren't always in central Florida. They're maybe in like South Florida, North Florida. And at this point, I'm assuming if you want a job, you'll travel. So I'm just going to tell you what some of them are, but also I'm not specifically looking for those. So starting us off, I have uh, Siemens. They posted last week that they're looking for an event manager. SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment is looking for a contract position of a production slash event manager in entertainment. One of the hotels under the Pyramid Hotel Group is looking for a front desk agent. Paragon Events. So this is a company that's based in South Florida, but they said, however, right now they're accepting positions from anyone anywhere. So check them out. They're hiring a bunch of different positions, everything from an event specialist, event coordinator, and also an association management and chapter administrator. And if you're not familiar with Paragon Events, they manage all the MPI chapters in the state of Florida. They also are an association management company and they manage our Southeast Florida Apartment Association. So I know that team really well. They're great. They're super professional. Renee Rodbog, Francesca, they're really great people down there. Agreed. Very big fans of Paragon. And then the city of Jacksonville is hiring an event specialist. So those are all the jobs I have. That's good. There are a lot of jobs out there. A There's lot a lot of jobs. Posting them on our page. And you'll see, we do have people getting jobs. So it's not like they're just out there for nobody. People are actually getting them. So we'll it's, talk about I that. I think it's awesome that you guys do this on your podcast. I know I literally was ran into someone at Target the other day and they were talking about how they didn't really have a job. I was like, do you listen to Swag and Repeat? They really post a lot of job opportunities that are within the industry. And it's like huge what you guys are doing for folks. And, and the fact just that they were at Target and not Walmart, I'll give them the job. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. really hate Walmart (laughs) and you make sure every podcast it's known it's It's a standing part of the script (laughs) on that note I I just remembered I have a friend who's currently she started a new position last week and her position her temporary role is to hire I think it's 600 housekeeping people in central Florida so I will make sure to share that into our Facebook group too in case you know anybody interested in learning that department or growing or moving forward or getting their job back all right, let's move into promos. Uh, quickly go through some happy birthdays. We'll start with Monday. We have Victoria Angela. On Tuesday, we have Marisa Matthews with the palm. And also Marvelous Mark, our past guest host. Going to Friday, we have... Jeanette Olivia is celebrating her birthday Friday alongside Linda Helm with the Celeste and also Debbie Robertson with Atmospheres Floral. And rounding out the week on Saturday, we have Susie Brady, who had some news this week. She finally did her transition from the two hotels, which was the Comfort Inn and Best Western. Now she's at the Aloft and and the Element Hotel. Happy birthday. All right. We want to talk about an engagement that happened this weekend. We have Cassidy Coakley. Yeah. Congratulations, Cassidy Coakley, on your engagement last week in downtown Nashville. And then you hinted at it. A lot of people are getting new jobs. And we have three to announce this week. We start with Eric Ducharme. Eric Ducharme with Top Golf Lake Mary. 
So he transitioned from this Top Golf. Yeah, he was one of the um, sales representatives from Top Golf here um, by the convention center, and he is taking on the director of sales position at the Lake Mary location. So that's huge for him. That's that's a big congratulations. Sierra Hanna is back with Freeman. Back, 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 back again, again, again. Sierra's back, <laughs> back. Too long. Gotta, we're gonna have to pay for rights on that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut it out a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have Tara Collins Coates. She is the director of group sales with Mission In. Yay, congratulations. We have one promotion that we want to talk about. Carolyn Wilsey. Yes, so congratulations to Carolyn Wilsey. She is now the Area Associate Director of Conference Management at the Lowe's Royal Pacific and Lowe's Sapphire Falls Hotels. Whoa. Right? It was the promotion from Complex, Co-Complex, whatever they call it, to now Area director that's big i just love that we're going digital on most things because i don't know how you'd fit that all on a business card that was an incredible <laughs> intro to, to who she is and what she does all right ralph i know you're waiting for this it's time for sports ball with selena oh my god Crack the bat. <laughs> let's see what we've got this week all right what's going on in the world of sports okay so hopefully you listened to me and did not listen to me and my guess that tampa rays were gonna win in game six because they did not so tampa did not win the world series But violin, thanks. Violin. Thanks. Um, but congratulations to the LA Dodgers. You guys win. Fine. <laughs> I love that. What do they win? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I know we, so hockey has a Stanley Cup. Baseball gets a bat. They get a trophy. It's, it has like little pennants on Does it. Does every single the person pennants. get a trophy? Yeah. Or is it's it the team? The team. So the coach. No, the team. The it'll, it'll stay in the team stadium. It's on display. So, like hockey, they are like road to the cup, and this is like road to the pennant. Well, both teams win the pennant. The pennant Hold up. is a pennant is like a fly, a triangle fly. But yes, that's a pennant. That's what they. It's win? just an old thing that they say, like in the 30s and 20s. You won the pennant, means you get to go to the World Series. So there's a pennant for the National League and a pennant for the National League. So what do they win? They win the trophy. I'll show you a picture of it later. It's like but what's it called? Trophy. Like The other one has the Stanley Cup. It has a name, but it's not as famous as Stanley Cup. Uh-huh. Joe will look it up. The World Playoffs. They won the World Series. But trophy. even more happened in sports. What happened with soccer? Um, Orlando City is tearing it up. What does that mean to you? They're winning. What happened? Oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Who watch. Who did they play? But Guess. their history, like if you look at their record so far this season, it's like tie, win. Win, tie, tie, tie. Like, they're just tying. It's like a pinball machine. Well, who do you think they played based on our conversation? Ooh, nope. Um, like, it's one of Joe's cities. Oh, so Jacksonville? Nope. One of the um, cities that she manages. Oh, Atlanta. They played Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. Where did the genesis of sports ball with Selena come because from? Because we have to have conversations like this. And it makes us <laughs> Everyone, happy. like, asked me about Learning. sports Watch my next job be in sports, guys. You guys, that would be good for you. <laughs> God, I'm great for the world. All right, what else, Selena? All right, so I saw everybody at Top Golf posting about this because they're very excited that they are now partnered or combined with I don't know Callaway so Golf. What, what does that mean to you? So I think that means that all their balls are now going to say Callaway instead of Top Golf, or they're going to say Top Golf in the Callaway font. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can elaborate on <laughs> on what's happening. So Dallas-based Top Golf Entertainment Group um, is merging with the golf brand of Callaway. And basically, they're just, they did this because 50% of attendees that 
go to Top Golf as customers identify themselves as non-golfers. So Callaway found this as a huge opportunity to basically brand to these non-golfers and maybe get them started at a younger age. So hopefully bring them up into the Callaway brand. So that was a great uh, merge action there, and congratulations to Top Golf. You probably know this, but I heard a rumor that PGA is going digital. For okay, the show. that rumor has been going around for weeks, and I'm here to tell you it is a hybrid currently. It has not been said to go straight virtual, and it is currently hybrid. Currently hybrid, good. Okay. This section rumor, of the podcast, I'm always like, oh my god, so much sports talk. And I, I'm like, we're gonna start asking you questions. Well, next. literally, <laughs> I don't sport, and that's you what I used to ball, always right? say. Well, that was so Thank that's you. the thing. I was gonna bring that up. Well, what's funny is I used to always claim I don't sport, and people used to laugh at that or whatever. But then I did get involved with a gay dodgeball league <laughs> oh, dodgeball. and kickball okay. league, yeah. and then all my friends were like, "What happened to your I don't sport thing?" And now you're sporty spice all of a sudden. You're like, <laughs> like I'm not sporting, <laughs> like, <laughs> but. The this, speaking of memes, Dave, I used to always I'm picture the telenovela like woman who's like staring off in the distance with like the formula formulating over her head where Whatever she's just she's so confused. Like, well, that's always what I'm doing like during this sports section. And I used to kind of like barely listen to it. But I told Selena this. Then one day after listening <laughs> to the podcast, I'm sitting at lunch around our coworkers and someone's talking about like the Stanley Cup. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they won. Or blah, 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 blah. And people are looking at me like, what the we hell? We're bringing knowledge to those less fortunate. <laughs> Subconsciously, I'm soaking it in where yes. I could then turn it around and use it. We're really giving everyone topics of conversation to discuss with. You That's know, the point of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Something to talk about this week. So awards. Our convention centers winning awards. Thank goodness. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Orange County Convention Center was named a center of excellence by Exhibitor Magazine. And then Elizabeth Pardua. This is not an award. This is a certificate, right? She is the emergency. Well, it's a certificate in the emergency preparedness of events. For events. Yeah. For events. Okay. Yeah. By MPI Academy. So she's a safe meetings expert. So she sure sense. is. Yep. And then Jenneth Travis. Yep, she completed her her hospitality and tourism certificate from University of West Florida. And then Joanne Walling completed the Event Leadership Institute Pandemic Meeting and Event Design Certificate. Yeah, so people are out there getting stuff. That's amazing. They're also creating so many certificates right now. I know. I know. If I add pandemic to this one, the Del Frisco box lunch certificate. I (laughs) box lunch certificate. Yes, I am certified in box lunch service. You're welcome. All right, time to move on to in the biz. So this is Burger Week. It starts this week. I think it actually starts on Thursday. Did you know about this? I knew it was coming up because Taco Week was a few weeks ago. Burger Week. What? Where are you most excited to go? Ooh, the one I go to usually is Rogue Pub because mm. they do a killer burger and okay. they have a great beer selection. So I'm probably going to go there at some point. Maybe but, drop a you? link about that because I haven't read into it yet. I didn't know it was even started, but I am all about supporting that week. Is it safe to assume that Burger Week is like two weeks? Probably it's 10, 10 days. days. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Weeks are about 10 days. What, you, what, what country is this? What you uh, 2020, time never <laughs> stops. It just goes on. probably get extended, actually. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Joe, thoughts on Walmart? I think we've already covered it. Okay. <laughs> okay, but can I just say it came up recently because people, oh, we had a conversation about this at the NACE event where somebody bought something on Amazon. Somebody was like, oh, that's so cute. I, I like it. And then somebody's like, yeah, duh, obviously it's Amazon. That's Everything has to be delivered to me from like 10 to 2 or something. And then it came up that Amazon is not always the best pricing, especially if you compare it now to the new Walmart Plus. Walmart Plus is winning on pricing. And then the fight came out on do you care about the price or do you care about the convenience? Do you want it delivered between 10 to 2 or do you want to pay $2 less? Do you have stock in Walmart or Walmart Plus? 
Because I support them so much. She's like trying to sell I this. I mean, that family. Let's hey, get them to advertise on the, our show. Yeah, the Walter I Hello. will say, okay, the probability of Selena's next job being in sports is the same as mine being at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Walmart's a great brand. Um, Absolutely. I have a friend who Not currently, she was in our industry and now she works doing advertising for Walmart and they just talked about, you know, they've been in the news recently about how their advertising has gotten them a billion dollars of revenue because of she how they should get a raise. Right. So I'm just saying Walmart's growing. It's a, it Selena, takes away it's from fine. the little guy. I'm not upset about Walmart. <laughs> I'm happy for them to be successful. It's just not my favorite venue to go to. Okay, but I need little boxes <laughs> for my holiday gift this year. Michael's. But you told me Walmart because that's where you got boxes. Which boxes? I don't know. I just need little ones, but we'll see. Anyway. Okay. She's going to order them online anyway, so it <laughs> Closing this week is the Parliament House. This was announced this week that they're maybe yeah, closing I feel or like moving, this is the same or... thing as when Georgia Gale says he was leaving because, <laughs> yes, it's happening, but when? And I feel like Parliament House has been saying this for like a long long time like several years well i was trying to have this conversation with you earlier <laughs> yeah. i was so confused by the parliament house yeah. because you know lived in orlando now 18 years and majority of that time it's always been like we're closing we're going bankrupt yeah. and everybody in the community is always like oh no oh my god let's <laughs> all go so out funny. and get tricked into going one more <laughs> yeah. time like get those photos <laughs> in and then party. it's like yeah. just what? kidding we were able to not close so but we made now- so much money this night we- yeah. <laughs> right. yeah exactly <laughs> but one it's more happened too many Times. But then continuously over and over and over over the years they play this game and they say that but this was the most confusing messaging that they put out uh, to date because they said oh we're closing and it's just, you know it is sad that they're closing because it's been around forever yeah. almost 50 years actually yeah. and but then they're like, we're closing, but don't get too sad because we're going to be announcing a new location. And I'm like, what? So then you're relocating. Well, also, if you're relocating, it loses all of its charm and yeah. all of its, like, you know. Nostalgia. Like, exactly. all of that. Yeah. But I don't know. I want to be supportive. I mean, we're still going to go. <laughs> right. Exactly. Wherever the Parliament House lands, you know, we're all going to support it anyhow. We are here. <laughs> so I heard a little rumor about Party at the Point. Rumor has it. Yeah. What? I did not hear this. Yeah, you oh, were in the wrong not? breakout oh, session. See, it depends oh. on what breakout session you go to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So <laughs> there are perks of both. Ours was that we found out a little a little gem. We think party in the po- at the point is going to happen next yes, year. So that was the death of the industry. It was funeral at the point, yep. Yes. And and now we'll have a rebirth. A rebirth at the point. Everybody wear white. Exactly. Or dress like a butterfly, reincarnate. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I like that one better. <laughs> All right. Mr. It is Thieves. March. <laughs> Mr. Thieves over here. I'm going to end up coming in like a caterpillar, like looking all awkward, smoking opium. Um, but yeah, so obviously Visit Orlando is only doing virtual. Um, their holiday uh, meeting that they normally have is also going to be virtual, which is is very different from before because they do have to get votes from its members for the new board and things like that so they do have to have the meeting um it will be virtual for one hour in december but moving into 2021 we were very curious as to will when will we see other members again um not through a tv screen so hopefully party at the point does happen next spring in march that would be a, a crazy it definitely one year can if you think about the space it's outdoors well space out it's a year later, we're wearing masks, and we're doing the whole shuffle of, I'm taking a sip, I'm taking my mask off, taking a sip. We could have done it in December for a meeting. There's a million reasons why we could have done things we're outside. focusing on March. I feel like meetings, <laughs> like th- their luncheon could have happened. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a budget. Big ballroom, uh, maybe and, half the attendance. And they mentioned it was a budget thing. 
which I thought was funny because everyone's still paying them. You pay a lot for that, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and you pay your dues. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So Joe was featured in the MPI Foundation newsletter. The face of MPI Foundation. I watched that video. I was like, oh, go, true. Go, 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 Joe. That's awesome. I I opened that email. One, I try to open all of Kevin Kirby's emails, but two, the subject line had a pumpkin, so it was cute. This her pumpkins. What are you going to do in December? (laughs) It looked better. I'm like waiting for that van to pull up and be like, pumpkins inside. (laughs) (laughs) Doug and Selena. (laughs) It was just cute. Um, But... Right when you open it, you just see Joe's face. And I was like, whoa, whoa. How did I Joe know, did it immediately when I did that. No, but I watched the video and it was very well thought out. I hope you didn't have to take a million retakes because that was just perfection. You shared your story and you put it in like a story format. It's al- almost as if you were applying for a scholarship, but really you were like thanking them for a scholarship. Yeah. But that's what I would do if I was applying for a scholarship. I'd tell you my love story. Um, so that was really cool. Did you film that yourself? Yeah. Okay. On, I on so. my laptop yeah. upstairs. But you did a good job. It looked Thanks. good. Yeah. Sit in quality. front of a window for some natural light. <laughs> Speaking of MPI, WEC is this week. Yay. Are any of you tuning in? I'm attending virtually. You are good. Yeah. Did you get uh, take advantage of the BOGO deal? I took advantage of being a sponsor deal. Okay. And that's a good deal. It basically it happened last week if you talked to me, I was asked less than a week prior if I could fly out to Dallas for a week. And of course I said yes. Um, and then the next day it was like, wait, no, just kidding. Wait, yes, we need you. No, we don't need you. Okay, now you're virtual. So I'm virtually attending this week. Okay. Um, and I'm excited to see what they have to do and how they're doing it because they've never done virtual and they've been doing amazing you know, experiences lately. And I'm curious to see, you know, we talked about the FOMO people who are watching digitally are having FOMO of the people in person, but reversely the people that are in person are having FOMO of the people that are digital. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Have you heard that the new FOMO is SEMO? What does that one stand for? Should I missed out? (laughs) No, but there's another one. You know what the the real one is? The real one is uh, FOBO is the real thing. What's the real one? Okay. I can't believe I'm saying this, but FOBO is the fear of being on which means people now, because we're on Zoom so much, are worried and they have this fear throughout their day when they're walking around their house that their camera is still on, their oh. mic is still on, their I have computer not heard still this, on. But I so mean, though. I can see how that like could be a thing. Okay, yeah. people. Especially with... I thought you were going to say it was like when you freeze, because like, now you know you're on and you're live and it's like yeah. a different format. That's I think what I thought when I heard it. I was like, oh, because, you know, FOBO. I went... Speaking, I had yeah. a day last week where I had eight Zooms. And I say the word Zoom Ew. because that's what you call them. But really, I was on... Google Meet, I was on Microsoft Teams, I was on Zoom, and I was on WebEx uh-huh. all in the same day. Zoom loves that you call it that Zoom, hell. by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm calling it a Zoom because <laughs> this is insanity. But you're right. I had to be on, meaning like I had to smile and talk to people and Put be makeup on, on. Right. And look good and have the light blaring in my eyes all day. Well, I think the hardest part is that you're talking to a device and you're you're having to really put yourself in the mindset of like, no, I'm actually talking to the people to who people. I can kind of see in these little miniature squares. Yeah, and that's have the no part reaction that's, on their face. Exactly. Yeah. Or that you could tell that they're clearly like yelling at their kid in the back or they're, you know, Looking checking their phone. cell phone or whatever. And yeah. so it's the engagement piece makes it a lot more difficult to... And I've been so used to doing it at my desktop where I have the little camera that pops up and that's where I look. Mm -hmm. But last week I had a Zoom right before our meeting with MPI. So I came to Del Frisco's early and for the first time I used my laptop camera and that's even more difficult because now you're looking at this little tiny pin spot thing. I don't know how you guys use laptops. I I use my phone. I'm very anti-laptop. Again, I had to adjust because I was there to help students with a Rosen College career fair and 
put them at ease while I'm over here like, why do I look different? Why does this not make me pretty? Like all Always the other sit ones? in front of a window, girl. Like it was interesting, but FOBO and FOMO. You know how much we love acronyms. You know what else we love is the fact that Darden did something before Dave Buckaloo. And <laughs> if you're wondering what that is. <laughs> Tell me. Olive Garden as a concept is now in all 50 states. What was the final state? Hawaii. 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 Which you've already done. Can you imagine yourself in Hawaii and being like, oh, I want I a breadstick. I gotta go to Olive Garden. <laughs> I like, need all you can no, eat. It ain't gonna no. happen. The answer is, okay. So one of my best friends traveled the world for the last two years. You do it. So one of my best friends was in Thailand for two months, yet she misses American Pad Thai, specifically um, P.F. Chang's Pad Thai. Oh, my God. Not the real Pad Thai, which, first of all, she they, don't even, MSG. they don't even have Pad Thai in Thailand. They just make it for the American tourists. But yeah, you miss true. things, you know? Like, the first thing she does when she gets to our airport is eat, like, the airport food. Because she, you I know, I'm going to do that it. when I go to Atlanta and I go to the varsity, but <laughs> that's pretty much it. My favorite meal in Norway when I was in Norway was McDonald's because it's all fish. But it's different. I do different. not like fish. Yeah, the, oh, it wasn't McDonald's are different. Seafood is I always try. All their fish. new different like stuff. And, uh, Did you try the McPorridge? <laughs> Do we no. talk about oh, that? I haven't been there. No, <laughs> that was entirely at the Bangkok uh, airport. It was McPorridge. I was like, I gotta get out of here. No, they had like a green matcha thing. They have mm, all the things. All right. so. I think he's going to leave, so we need to talk to Ralph. We, okay. got, we got Ralph Robinson on the no, show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, we don't want to. <laughs> we have to do that. In case you're wondering, yes. he's been here. <laughs> just happy to be here. You know, I'm a talker, so I've been talking throughout the whole show. I can't <laughs> help it. That's why we're just now getting to you. Yeah, it's been too long, Let's talk so. about your journey, where you've been, where you're going, a little bit about you know the company. So uh, specifically, I work for an association, but I do their meeting planning. But I've been in the meetings and events industry for 15 years, and specifically as an association management professional for the last 10 years. I kind of stumbled across being in association management. It wasn't until I was actually taking the CMP class with Adrian Six, another legend, icon, mentor out there for Central Florida. But in that class, I was currently unemployed and I was trying to look for a job. This was back in 2009, 2010 when the economy was hurting. Was around other meeting planners there, so I was able to hit it off with them casually similar to like you know something like this but they were like hey we actually need a director of exhibits and sponsorship and i was like oh my god really this would be so awesome exactly i'm gonna be a cmp <laughs> hiring <laughs> um, and it ended up working out great but so learned all about the association management world and um working for an association management company you have the ability to work with several different like trade professional um, national state local association chapters and I was like, oh, my God, they all need meeting planners and event planners. And you never really heard too much of that when we were going to the Rosen College at UCF. And so I've loved my experience at UCF and I try to stay really engaged with them. And so I serve on their board for their advisory for the event management degree. And I kind of always try to get back to the college to speak to the students about hey, this exists. Not only is it for our own professional development, like MPI, ILEA, PCMA, NACE, all these associations that we use for our own career development, for our own networking opportunities, for our own sales. They actually have associations for everything, yeah. right? And they all have planners that work there. So I kind of always try to explain that to students so that they kind of have a better understanding. Because I know sometimes when someone hears association, they think like, oh, like a homeowner's association. And you're like, no. No. No, No, we didn't just put a fountain in. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So what are some of the challenges that you see as an association planner versus maybe a corporate planner or event planner? What's some of the differences? Yeah. And, you know, that's another thing, too. I think that's a great question. A lot of students. Well, at UCF, you, you know, growing, like going to college there, 
folks used to always say, I want to be a corporate meeting planner. I want to be a corporate meeting planner. I'm like, why are you pigeonholing yourself to just corporate? You just want to be a meeting planner or an event planner Mm -hmm. because, you know, you could work for a company, but if you work for an association, you have these awesome Think about the people who you um, interact with when you go to your own professional associations. And I know you all serve on the boards for MPI and stuff. You get to work with those same types of individuals for those different types of industry who are really passionate about their industry and who want to give back in a volunteer leadership role. So being able to pair up with those folks and have their goals to you know, match them up so that you can actually achieve whatever their desires and goals are for their association through continuing education or conferences and meetings. It's a really neat opportunity to actually have that energy. And you, those folks don't really go anywhere, right? They, they stay involved. They might change jobs, but they're still going to be in that same industry. When you're working with corporate, you might have a little bit more turnover. You know, at least you get to grow with the association. So I've that's why I've stuck around for so long because yeah. they kind of become like family to you. You've really dived in recently. You just became a C, a CAE, C- yeah, C-A-E so a certified association executive, which I, I, I kind of realized I wanted to cement my engagement in association management. And the CAE, the certified association executive, is really intended for the C-suite level association management folks who want to like either be the CEO of an association as the chief elected officer, the folks that are like the VPs right underneath the CEO. So I envision myself wanting to work in association management for the rest of my career. I want to move up. I want to work for a national eventually. I ideally one day want to move to DC and work for different national or international associations. And so I was going to PCMA and I was seeing that every PCMA like person on the board had CAE CMP and I was like all right I already did my CMP I knew early on in college that I wanted to become a certified meeting professional but then I didn't realize that I wanted to further hone in on a more particular niche part of meetings and events and, and so you focused on it yeah, yeah that's where you want to be now so DC is interesting because that's probably where the bulk of the yeah, so, are. right. Well, all the nationals, nationals are usually headquartered mm-hmm. there because, of course, such a big part of associations is the advocacy element of it and going to the Capitol and speaking to legislators to advocate on the behalf of your industry is really key and important. So that's why it makes a lot of sense to actually have it. It's always kind of weird when you talk to someone and they find out that our state association is located in Central Florida because in Tallahassee is where you find majority of the associations yeah. because, of course, they're right next to the Capitol. But you know, it works differently for different associations and whatever works best for them. Being a planner during this pandemic, how have you, how has it affected you? How have things changed? Yes, you're an association, but you're also a planner and the supplier market's been hit, but how did it look for you? Did you have to go hybrid or virtual this year? Yeah, so that's a great question. We've had several different challenges and we have been really fortunate in that because we're a regional state association, we've been able to actually still meet in certain circumstances. So we have quarterly board of directors meetings. And originally, we were going to be meeting in May at the Ponte Vedra Inn and Club. And we had to postpone that because at May was when things were really sort of yeah. uncertain. And then we were like, let's just push it to June. You never know. It'll be Maybe better by June, work. they said. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, in Florida, it wasn't that bad yet. We just knew it was coming, yeah. right? And so fortunately in June, it's still the numbers hadn't really peaked in Florida that much. And so the cases at least. So we did move forward with actually having our board of directors meeting, our governance meetings. And so that worked out really well for us. And then that sort of gave everybody like the 
uh, blueprint, basically, the, the comfort level of like, okay, we can meet in person. So then we were able to do that again in the fall. And being a state association, we have local chapters. And so we wanted to kind of be not the guinea pig, but kind of just show like it is possible and that you can get back out there and that you can pair up with your hotel partners to achieve these in-person gatherings that still need to take place. Unfortunately, we did, of course, have to cancel our annual conference and trade show and move that to a virtual format. And not exactly that. We basically asked all of our supplier members if they were interested in a virtual trade show component. And unfortunately, our folks were really vocal about how they were not interested in investing and sort of taking the risk of applying their funds towards that. And I think that based on that decision, we chose to take basically any general session element that you would normally experience at our annual conference and trade show and condense that into a 90-minute experience it still allowed for our volunteer leaders to kind of have their special moment, like when you're becoming a president of the association, to be able to have, you know, the stage and that whole, like, exciting moment in front of all your peers and stuff. And so that was at least good that we were able to recognize our executive committee, our leadership lyceum graduates, and recognize the new installation of the board. We still also had our keynote speaker that we had, who was really great, Sarah Thomas, the first female NFL official which worked really great for our theme, Make Your Mark, because she certainly has made her mark in history. That was a success for us, but, you know, different challenges all the time, of course. A follow-up on that, now that you have done a virtual meeting for your annual meeting, what do you think will be next year? Do you think you're going to try and do everything in your power to go back to a live meeting, or are you, maybe you need to do this virtual again? (laughs) That's a really great question. Absolutely. We are pushing to hopefully have another in-person annual conference and trade show. Next year is a big deal for us. It's our 50th anniversary, um, and we're actually meeting at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. And if you're not aware, it's going to be Disney World's 50th anniversary as well. So we kind of purposely is that the theme yeah so well (laughs) it's a small century well the theme is our 50th anniversary but it just so happens it's disney's 50th as well so Uh, we know that disney's going to go all out and have a bunch of gold 50 mickeys everywhere so we're like just for you guys they're just for us look at what they did for us (laughs) well they've been so great with the bubble out there that i'm sure that they're protocols for everything you'll have more support being at that venue than you would a lot of other venues too so hopefully that helps with attendance so i met you at the risk management coffee talk yeah. that was held with um, by MPI, right. one of David's claim to fames of his program. You talked about risk management and you sat beside Adrian Six and it was hilarious the entire time. I think that was the most laughter we've ever had at a coffee talk whatsoever between the two of you speaking and then the guests that were walking by the pool behind you. Oh my God, um, that's hilarious. So other than MPI, what other groups do you network with? Yeah, that's a great question. And and MPI was huge for me it went in early on in my career. I was a member of MPI for 10 years, and they're still my family, even though I'm not a current member of MPI. We can make that happen. Selena's <laughs> at the table. It's a great registration kit for you. I was super involved, and that's how I met so many great partnerships and folks who I still use today. I mean, Dave Buckaloo, I use his staffing company, which is amazing for all of our staffing needs. I met Christine Logan through what used to be called ISIS, but is now ILEA, mm-hmm. which I always thought was a funny name. Anyhow, to begin with. <laughs> it's all funny until it's not funny. <laughs> the International Special Events Society, yeah. which is now the International Live Events yeah. Association. <laughs> but, um, you know, I met Christine Logan with Logan Mania and her husband Jason out there. They provide a lot of our entertainment needs. I'm now current with the Professional Convention Management Association, so PCMA, the American Society of Association Executives, the Florida Society of Association Executives, 
And what, what I, the reason why I sort of kind of stopped being involved with MPI was when I knew that I wanted to go for my CAE and I had to now start getting ramped up to get, because they wanted something like 120 credits for you to be able to sit for that exam. And so I was like, oh my God, I can't do it all, right? And mm-hmm. so I had to get more involved with FSAE and ASAE, but MPI is like family. And I've, I've, I've always loved the support there and I miss a lot of the engagements. And listening to this podcast talk about FOMO, I'm always like, ooh, that does sound like a good topic or that sounds fun. So being able to do that coffee talk and being invited to participate in that format was really cool. I mean, you know, it's not that long ago that we were all dealing with different challenges with 9-11. We've seen similar type things, just not as long mm-hmm. of a time and a period. But at least that helps build you for success for when we have other challenges similar to this, where you're like, okay, we had a conference that canceled because of a hurricane. And it wasn't until we were literally on site at the Boca Raton Resort <laughs> and literally had all of Dave's staff was there to help <laughs> us. But we had all of the uh, decor already up and ready to go, the AV, the LED wall, everything, everything, everything. This whole thing that I planned for a whole year. And right. now, like, there's a hurricane coming. We have to yeah. cancel, pack up, and get out. I mean, that was devastating. But, you know, you... you roll with the punches and you keep going I and then see you like holding on to like a pole and the like hurricane's taking you away you're like i'm not leaving I'm oh not no leaving. just fast forward to me like sitting in my bed like eating ben and jerry's and crying at something that i like planned all year long that didn't happen and like it's like basically being left at the altar is what oh, i felt because like. no. <laughs> you put so much that. passion and and you know like you work so hard to put something on and then for it to cancel yeah when at least this year's conference canceled I had done a lot of the work for it, but at least being able to to get all the cool production element parts and still mm-hmm. be able to infuse that into a virtual thing, it wasn't as and devastating. And you knew, you know, you had some kind of lead time on knowing that this might have to go virtual. Right, it was a exactly. hurricane. It's like, oh, maybe we'll be able to do it, maybe we won't. Right, at right, the last right. Second, so. For sure. All right, well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I think we got to take a quick break, and then we will come back with what's going on this week. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay, we're back. That was great with Ralph, huh? I love his energy. It makes me so happy. Oh, my God. And he gave us something, like, amazing. This is, like, the best gift we've ever done. There was two amazings. One is the the personalized cookies. I can't. I want to eat them now. (laughs) (laughs) It has my name on it. I'm still in shock. I know. I don't get that often. I'm very speechless. But the second was this really cool luggage weigher thing. You put it like, yeah, because you, you're always, always, always over fifty pounds, right? Always, yeah, I've been <laughs> over fifty pounds my whole life. So, yeah, whenever you get back from a trip, you just put it on there, and you can see how heavy your luggage is, and be able to move some things around. So that's, I'm actually going to get quite a bit of use out of that. Love it. Well, I hope to anyway when yeah. we start traveling again. <laughs> All right. Well, the big news this week is probably the election, but we do have some events going on as well. So on election night is CFWA, and they're going to be out at the Dr. Phillips House. You know, just go out for a couple hours, have a drink or two before, you know, watching the results that won't be posted. The season finale of America. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be great. The following day, you have PPN on the 4th with a happy hour at Melia. Yeah, the next... You'll be there. Selena will be there. I'll be there. The next day, we have the personal pivot, a UCF uh, rose webinar. And then Swag and Repeat is doing their monthly meetup, and we're going to take over walk-ons yeah so one week from today which is monday uh we'll be out at walk-ons what 5 30 i think so 5 36 o'clock we're gonna eat all the wings it's yeah, happening so it's gonna be joe's gonna do the hottest wings and i'm gonna eat the most wings that's fine so someone is gonna try and beat us so tim we'll presley's gonna be i'll there do the, the chicken wing dance Ooh, that'll work we like that 
I said yes, we'll be back on the 11th at the Harriet Ballet Center. That same day, we have Experience Kissimmee at 11 a.m. for uh, a little bit of an update to their new marketing plan. And that might be fun to watch. And then you have the Rosen webinar the next, the next day on the 12th. That's going to be... Events during a pandemic with speakers Michelle Holm and Jeannie Hom. And then MPI's Fall Fusion is back. What's this all about? We're really excited about this for an outdoor interaction for networking. Um, our, we're hosting it at Point Orlando on the upper deck of the garage so that we can uh, have a safe and open-aired networking option. So looking forward to having everybody there on Thursday the 12th. We're tailgating for recovery. That's so right. From 4 to 6. There. And then right after that, you could just drive on over with us out to Hourglass Brewing for I Do and Brew. All three of us are going to be there. Yay. It's going to be a fun one. And then the following week, we have GMF. They're going to have their, what, I guess, after hours event at the American Social. Yep. And then the next day. Yeah. yeah, They're awesome. The next day, Florida Citrus Ports is back with their yoga at the stadium at Camping World Stadium. I have to make it to that. I haven't been to one all year. It has to happen. So that's on the 18th. Moving into the holiday season. We have things on the books, so get them onto yours. On the 1st of December, starting out the uh, month, right, GMF is going to have a little get together at Paddy Wagon. That's going to be in Lake Buena Vista. We did determine there actually are two of them. We had no idea. (laughs) Yes. We figured it out. So this is the Palm Parkway one. Yes. Lake Buena Vista. Mm -hmm. And then if you haven't heard, Be Well Con is having their inaugural convention on December 5th at the convention center. Look, Go to BeWellCon.com for more information. If you want to attend, if you want to have a booth or exhibit services, they have everything. They have three stages, mind, body, spirit. And for example, one of them will have like live workout Zumba classes all day. Uh, one of them obviously will be like more relaxed and chill with like tarot reading and Reiki and all that beautiful soul stuff. Um, but there's, it's definitely an amazing event. So check it out uh, with our friend Heidi from TechNiche. Be WellCon. And December 10th is going to be the day. There's two events this day. So we have in the morning, or I guess the afternoon, really, the Visit Orlando is finally doing something. They're doing a, not a lunch, but a virtual... I believe it's from 2 to 3 o'clock. It's their December meeting so that they can induct their new board. Oh, okay. They probably have to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's it's (laughs) mandatory. But then the officially unofficial holiday industry event has been set for December the 10th. More information to follow. Including the venue. We don't know that yet. I know. Dun, dun, dun. Some people know it. I don't know it. Mm. So, All right. Well, that does it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. We had Ralph Robinson on the show today. He was fantastic. So next week, we have Brandy Tice coming on the show. Then followed by that, we have... Heather Pilcher. The following week, Omar with Give Kids a World Village. Looking forward to that one. And then we get into December where we have... Susan Boucher and Peter Maggio to close out season two. I can't believe we're almost done with this year. How exciting. We are looking for obviously guest hosts and sponsors for our season three uh, beginning January 1st. So get the call for me. Answer it, please. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you all all so much. much. Have a great week. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.